goddamn can. Ah, that's better. Do you guys know the Backstreet Boys at all? I don't know. Yeah. So I'm a big fan Nick of memes. Carter. What's that? I just said Nick Carter. All right. So I'm a big fan of memes. My favorite one now is just like a guy talking to his therapist. And it's like, I have an unreasonable fear of the Backstreet Boys. Therapist, tell me why. Guy screaming. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the. Starring the tits. Starring the tits. Star. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Woo! The podcast, episode 268. What's up with your boy, Lee Ted Smith? I'll be hosting this here podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, where you actually, he's to the right of me. He's always here unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia riding around on two wheels. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Oh, look out. The Dow Jones dropped nearly 200 points, and the white Whoa. claws are flowing like it's summer vacation this week as the boys prepare for summer meltdown. Pain in the grass, and of course, the return to Burning Man. Shares the podcast up slightly as we head into Q3. Are Ted's shaved legs bringing him good fortune? We'll find out. F5. Ooh, nice. All right, back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up, battling every bridge you got in town. <laughs> Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How you doing, man? Great. It's good to be here. Uh, First, Matt, you're not a drinker. You used to be. I've been crushing NAPBRs like it's nobody's business. <laughs> I feel like I'm drinking again with how much I love drinking those things. Dude, I got a pertinent question. Do you think... I know this is going to sound really dumb, but think about it for a second. Do you think they will ever make NA uh, like the hard seltzers? I was thinking about that the other day. Well, you don't have to, though, because seltzer water was already seltzer water, and then you made it hard. Yep, yep. But hear me out. Do you think they would make one that tastes like it's hard? I mean, some of the White Claws to me taste like they're not hard. I think that's kind of the idea. I don't I was, know, man. Just, right, so why would you make one that tastes tart? Dude, beer brands, they have, like, unlimited budgets. They throw, like, they try some, like, wild, crazy marketing schemes. Do you think we'll ever see it? Or is it just seltzer water and that's I, it? I, yeah. I do. I think White Claw will come out with a regular seltzer. And a White Claw? Wh- I think so, too. But why would they? There's already seltzer water. I like mean, They, I told they, they literally stupid. were the smart ones that it said, stupid. but it's the opposite of beer. Beer has alcohol, and then somebody said, I want to drink that without it. Whereas seltzers reverse, I know. I'm just like, I gotta Man, finish I the thought. <laughs> we had soda water, then somebody's like, yo, what if we get drunk off this soda water? <laughs> That's probably not how they asked. <laughs> it's I'd like to be in some of those backroom meetings, you know? I bet you're not that far off. My favorite one, and I don't know if Budweiser still does it, but remember like the arms race with like Bud and Miller a couple years ago in Coors Light? So Coors Light, they've always kind of stuck to like, our shit is cold. Yeah. Right? Like it is so cold. Like, you need to drink this. It's going to be cold. <laughs> right? And they don't really mess around. They kind of stayed on brand with that. Yeah, and I enjoy a good Coors Light. Oh, me too. But Miller Light and Bud went through this phase where, like, remember Miller Light had, like, the Vortex bottle, so it was, like, supposed to come out quicker? Which, for somebody <laughs> like me, like, yeah, could I get Miller Light any quicker in my body? <laughs> uh, but Bud, I remember for a while. you we know, up here for you. Right? <laughs> There's 24-ounce cans, and then Bud had a 25-ounce can. And I said, the sad part is... You know, there was hundreds of thousands of dollars spent in some boardroom, and some guy went, I got it. We'll put an extra ounce in ours. Yeah, seriously. It's the five-minute abs. Yeah, right? Like, somebody somebody got paid a lot of money. Uh, uh, what do you call them? 
the people that help out companies. Marketing consultant. Consultants. There we go. By the way, if you don't know how consultants work, it's pretty easy. They come to your company to save you money, and people get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You ever heard of a business model where it's like, let's pay somebody else money to tell us how to save money? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't come up with this formula. It's pretty simple. People are going to lose their jobs. How can we save money? Well, first off, give me a bunch of it, and I'll come in and tell you how to save money. Right? (laughs) I know, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Ted's take on corporate America. I fucking love it. Oh, oh sorry. Bomb. Wow, that what? was an F bomb. That's rare for me. Oh, it's fine. Gives me something to do. That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, You're not wrong, Mr. Smith. No, I read that somewhere and I forget it was. I mean, I'm boiling it down into Ted speak, but yeah, it was a longer article and it was like, yeah, that is what consultants do. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. And I get like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like, hey, hey, everybody's get your money where you can. Good on you. Well, yeah, and that marketing thing you're talking about, man. I mean, you're you're not kidding. It is at, at the lowest hundreds of thousands of dollars, but more likely millions of dollars. Like coming up with that message and then getting it out there, and it's like these two, like these two combatants in a grudge match to the bottom. Meanwhile, the rest of the beer market is running away with craft beers and you know NA and seltzer water and whatever else. And it's just like, man, like they're so focused on. What? Oh, dude, there's a name for this. I don't know. They're just so focused on like the enemy in front of them that they uh, lose the forest for the trees. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Business I think ba- ba- basically, I think like that whole thing was a total waste of their time, effort, and energy, and money, and no one switched brands. Yeah, and I don't think they make the 25 ounce can anymore. That's what I'm saying. It's like one of the they've done like a bunch of different cokes. You know, it was like new Coke. It was like, all right, how, we just set on set on fire 800 million bucks. Okay, we justified our budget for next year. Yeah. Yeah, you walk through any store and it's just like, what is... And then, yeah, you start thinking like, somebody made a lot of money to come up with this whack-ass idea that's not that different from the original. Reese's has it. Since I don't drink, I pay attention to the candy game. Like, Reese's has a, like, chocolate lover's edition, and then they have a peanut butter lover's edition, and I don't know what the difference between those two... Ratios? Yeah. Yes, but they're like, how many God? And I love Reese's. I will say they got me though. I thought they were going too far, but the big cup with the Reese's pieces in the middle. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're from not Lance left one at my house, a package, and I'm like, I'm like, I've been eating probably a package. There's there's two. It's the big cup, but I've been eating a package once a weekend for the last two months. I <laughs> they're that good, huh? That's they like are that peanut, good. Peanut M and M's. I will say that as like a branch out brand, but. And some gimmicks work. Now, this is a little bit lighter, but so there's a, a whiskey called Monkey Shoulder Whiskey. All right. So uh, last Sunday was Sounders Timbers, classic Cascadia match, uh, Derby Day, if you will. So Fuel, uh, shout out to, uh, to Mike and everybody down at Fuel. What's up, Ed? Uh, they, have a, they close off that parking lot next door, and they have a huge beer garden for that. So this Monkey Shoulder showed up, and they have a cement truck that they had bought but the mixer is now a giant shaker. How does it shake? Or just, oh, it looks like a shaker. Right. So it's, you know how cement yeah. truck works? Like the big thing in the middle is always spinning. Yep. So they redid that so it looks like a shaker, like you would mix a cocktail in that's like spinning. That's And then cool. somewhere that's in fun. there is, is liquor and they can pour it down the chute and you can get uh, like a mule out of it. Man, that's, that's smarter than the Vortex bottle. Yeah, it probably costs less too. Like if we're talking alcohol gimmicks. Yeah, sign me up for one of those. Dude, I will say that beverage companies do put out some pretty cool vehicles. Red Bull had like a uh, 
It was similar. It's not an MRAP, but it was similar. Dude, come here. Look at this thing. And right. That'll give you a little more reference point. Matt, you've got to look at this. Yeah. Jesus. I just didn't want us both to That's go over like there. That's for real. Wow. Yeah, it is awesome. I stood next wow. to this thing that for hours in the fuel beer garden. I was expecting it to be a lot more ghetto. And like, wow. literally, like they took an old cement truck and just spray painted it. Yeah. I mean, like to the point of like, we were at fuel. Uh, and then we went over to Temple to see a couple friends. Actually, that saw a loke that was on the podcast. Nice. And then, Shout literally, out to a loke. yeah, I was like, we got to go back and hang out by that giant mixer truck. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, and you're right. A lot of liquor companies, I think, do. So I'm with you. Like, some gimmicks, I'm like, yeah, that's just stupid. But then some of the gimmicks, I'm like, hell, it worked. I stood yeah. here next to this truck for two and a half hours on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing, you know, like, I will give credit where credit's due in terms of, you know, they're trying to trying to make something fun. And I'm all for money being spent on fun and excitement and enjoyment and entertainment stuff. There's some bad ideas out there. A lot of money set on fire. In fact, that marketing company I worked with in Panama City Beach, we saw that firsthand. I mean, internet companies setting hundreds of thousands of dollars on fire per day to market to college students. But, you know, at the end of the day, it does make events more enjoyable. And we get some some cool products out of it. Matt, I think with the chocolate thing, it could have to do with commodities prices because the price of chocolate's gone through the roof. And I've noticed all the chocolate companies reducing the amount in the packages or converting people from bars to bites. Or to uh, like king size bars are now two bars. Yes, that yeah. pissed me off. That was like four years ago. Yeah. Have you been king's... talking about the price of chocolate for at least four years? Yeah. <laughs> but the size, the king size one, I think they had to make it two because people were like, there's no reason like for these giant bars. So now you could still Ooh. sell a king size, like the government, like how they started taxing soda because of too much sugar. There was like a backlash against these king size bars. So now, hear me out, if you put it in two, then it's like, well, it's up to them to be responsible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I see the argument on the side of the government. I typically, and portion size has gotten out of control in terms of they make the portions really small so they can. On the nutrition facts. Yeah, just yeah so that's the number one the thing to look for on those facts. labels. Yeah, that's the first thing I always look at when I look at a label. But I will say, I also am against a government that protects people from themselves. Yep. Because there are some times when you're going to have to bleed me, but I just want to eat a goddamn king size Snickers bar, you know, not two little mini bars. So yep. that's the thing. You know, fireworks. I never, I never blew up my hand. I enjoyed fireworks. Yep. Now, some people couldn't handle the fun, obviously, and, you know, it is what it is. But I don't know. I don't like being protected for myself personally. But, I mean, all right, to go to a bigger conversation, that's always kind of the issue with, like, government's role, right? Because if you don't have, you know, back in the day there wasn't police forces and stuff, but then you get to certain areas, the Wild West, like, all right, we need a police force. Somebody needs to be in charge. Yep. Then I also think, like, you can't have too many regulations on things, but also you look at like the conditions of people working in these mines back in the day, and it's like, well, if we didn't make these standards, none of these people were going to live past 40 or 50. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I, I don't know what the line is. I'm putting that out there. And I think everybody, whatever political party you like or whatever, I think a lot of us, like, I don't know what the line is, but I do think you need some line. I, I totally agree with you. And I think um, the line is different for different people on different issues. I don't think there's one universal, like, we can all agree this is where the line is. It it moves and it's pushed back and forth by, by the dueling forces of chaos and order or the marketplace and the government. But one thing I will say about bureaucracies is they, they're self- um, 
Oh, what's the word? I don't know. They, they, their interest is in growing their power, not in losing power. So right. you get bureaucracies like they're never like, oh, we're going to remove all these rules and make things easier. Like they're always adding another rule. Now we did this. Now we did this because they have a bias towards action. They feel obligated to act. And so that's how you end up with like, you know, now for like a small business in uh, Seattle, for instance, pays four different agencies taxes and they're different forms. They each take hours out of your month. And it's just like. Could we just, you know, could you guys get on the same? All right, it's actually five different agencies. And so anyway, you know, bureaucracies just, they make more and more and more rules. And like the revised code of Washington is a good example. So I'm with you. We need some rules. Like you shouldn't have to legislate courtesy, but we definitely need some hard rules. It's like, look, that's the property line and it is what it is. But now I think, you know, the era of big government in the 70s, I think we had a lot of really bright people working in government and they made some great rules, laws that were very applicable. Now I think the bureaucracies have got big enough. They've run amok a little bit. Time to pare it back a bit. Yeah. I don't disagree. Let's raid Area 51. Who's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> coming with me? I like that guy. See like, them aliens. It was just a joke. Like, yeah, most of the normal people know that was a joke. Yeah. Well, and that, he has to walk it back now because I bet the, like, you know, I don't even want to say the letters on here because I feel like they'll wiretap me. But, you know, some <laughs> alpha boys. Yeah, some, yeah, exactly. Some government officials with some alpha, what are those called? Uh, initialisms as names, um, you know, are listening and watching. And I, I would not be shocked if they paid him a visit. Yeah. But I, I <laughs> they're on top of that stuff. I just think the craziest thing is, like, there's going to be a, not like, like, a, was like well, a million and a half people. Like, well, people agreed to it on Facebook. A million and a half people aren't showing up. Yeah. I do think it's going to be a small, small amount, like maybe 100 people. And if they try, they're going to get shot. I think it would be too much of a publicity nightmare for the U.S. government to shoot them. Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by shot. Are you talking about shot with lethal force? Yes. I There's think- very few places. Area 51 is one of them that has been, since the 70s, has been okay to use lethal force on citizens. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's Trespassing, not, not excuse a, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm saying I think it's too much of a media black eye when they have so many other resources. I don't think anyone gets shot unless they get like into the interior of the base, which is very unlikely, if not impossible, to happen. What do you guys think is that Area 51? Is there anything there? Yeah. Yeah. What? But I think UFOs exist. I think they, they might have a ship or something in there. Why is it still there? Why move it? Well, that's what I've been... Nobody well, knows what's there. Well, that's the thing. I would say the only reason to move it maybe is because everyone knows about Area 51. I'm thinking it's either something too big or too heavy to move. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something in there, or there was at a time. It's also just an active like uh, base where they test like bombs and missiles. I feel like... That's the story. It seems like a pretty rant, pretty odd place to have a base, but I don't know. I mean. But also, though, dude, like that's how those bases work. There's like the giant one out near, uh, is it Yakima or Wenatchee or whatever? But like they use live weapons. So you have yep. to have a base in the middle of. No- so, I mean, that's that's true. Seems random. But like where else? I mean, you can't. You can't just drive an hour outside of L.A. and start firing off rockets. Yeah, I guess the piece that I don't – well, I, they, I believe they have a weapons testing range in uh, in Nevada, and that, there was, like, this documentary about the guys who, like, scrap. They go out there and buy – they go there and pick up the metal off the live range and then sell it and, like, risk their lives doing it because they're doing, like, strafing, Jesus. bombing runs and stuff. I don't know. It's wild. But um, <clears throat> what I was going to say is, do we know which came first? Was Area 51 already a base, or did something happen? And they were like, we're going to put a military base here. 
I don't, I don't know that, that we would I know, know that as members of the public. Well, I mean, there'd probably be some established record, right, of like, oh, yeah, this is just a base and now people think there are aliens here versus like something happened and they put a fence up around it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's probably been scrubbed from the internet anyway. Right. <laughs> All the people who know are dead. Wait. Yeah, I mean, I just think that like UFOs do exist, right? Something like, I don't think that's shocking. I think there's something else out there. I will say, I do find it amazing now that everybody has high-tech cameras. I've said this before, but like you don't see UFOs. Remember back in the day? We were always like, oh, we saw a UFO or whatever. You know, and I will say, there are still UFO footage because it's just an unidentified flying object. But I do think there's aliens. Yeah, I agree on both. It is weird that there's not like good high-def footage of stuff that we don't understand that isn't explained as like a weather balloon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and also, I think there's aliens out there. But I don't know that we've been visited by aliens because it's tough to say how they would travel that distance, unless there is a multiverse thing going on, which is entirely possible. Or the universe is like a, uh, what's the right term for that? Not like a Mobius strip or like a circle where you can like pass between things. I don't know. There's like this whole- Like a wrinkle in time? I don't even know what that is, but like- It's a book. Well, yeah, I meant like, I don't know. Is is it the book about that, how they pass between? Yeah, like they can go back and like they go back in time or they're like in a different place. It's literally like almost like a rubber band. You put it together and like it, like a wrinkle in time. So somehow they end up in this other spot. Okay. I guess the best way I've heard it described is if you take a fish and you just grab it out of the water and you hold it up and then you throw it back in, it goes down to all of its friends and it's like, hey, there's this like, you're never going to believe what just happened to me. There's this whole crazy world right there and you can see like super far and they breathe a different thing or whatever. And his fish friends are like, dude, what are you talking about? There's no way that's true. That We can see the top of the water right there. We can't get through that. And he's like, no, man, I passed through that. And I swear to you, there's an entire world right there, like one inch beyond it. And so that could also be a way that universes are nested. I mean, I've also thought for years, and this is pre-ever smoking weed, <laughs> that like, <laughs> nice. right, uh, that like, you know, we, it, it's so hard to think of anything else existing besides like your life and, and what we know. But like, I mean, what if the three of us literally are just one atom? Like I'm a neutron, you're an electron, he's a proton. I think it's entirely likely. Right? I we could, we could just be like one little cell in some dude's pinky toe and we just have no idea. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, when you wake up from a dream, like that dream seemed so real. That reality was bulletproof. Man. You know, you were so wrapped up in it. And then as soon as you wake up, you're like, well, why was I so worried about gathering all of those, you know, flowers or candies and putting them in that basket and get like, for me, it's always like getting all my stuff together into a bag and getting to somewhere I need to be. You know what I mean? You're just like fruitlessly like going, trying to collect stuff and talk to whoever you need to talk to and get to where you need to get. And then you wake up and you're like, dude, that dream could have been awesome. And I was sitting there stressing about like worthless, you know, tasks. Dreams are crazy. Mine started coming back. It's been like, it's been a couple months since I smoked weed and like they're real, dude. It's I thought I'm just laughing at your reaction. Dreams are crazy, dog. <laughs> they're wild I out sound there. Dog. Well, you I'm describing dreams, that. <laughs> One word. Dreams. <laughs> Let's smoke weed about it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, the recurring part of like this recurring theme, and I could actually remember this even when I was smoking weed. It'd be like the only part of the dream that I'd remember is like I wind up with a body of in a body of water with my cell phone in my pocket and just being like, holy, f- what am I going to do without my phone? And then I'd wake up and check Twitter or something. Whoa. What do you guys think dreams are? 
Uh, I think there's a decent part of it that's just something in your subconscious. Like sometimes I'll wake up and something will seem really weird in a dream and I'll get to work and like Robin will say something to me and I'll be like, oh yeah, we talked about ice fishing yesterday. That's why that popped into my head. Mm. So I think I think there's definitely like the sub like stuff like that, but I don't know. So it's, I mean, I don't know. I've had some strange dreams. What the weirdest one I ever had was I was driving a you know the old school jeeps like that you would see in like Mash or something. Yeah, like the, the, like the Willys jeeps. Like the front comes down. Yep, the, so the front windshield comes down. Yeah, yeah. So I was driving one of those jeeps and I stopped at a stoplight and a dude ran up with one of those uh, axes. It's like an axe on both sides. Mm-hmm. He chopped my head off. And then my head was detached, but it was on the ground, and I saw my body, this sounds dark, but just splurting blood on like the neck, and wow. it was just like leaned over the car, and I was like, that's a strange dream. <laughs> <laughs> and the people were like, you die in your dream, you die in real life. Like, dude, that was 10 years ago I had that dream. Like, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that myth. I think I've died in a dream or two. Oh, I definitely have. Like, yeah, people say can't, but I don't know. Their dreams are weird. I think the weirdest one, sometimes I'll have dreams. I think that might be the Matrix you're thinking of. I don't think I'll have those dreams. <laughs> they you be dying in the Matrix. You ever have you dreams where life. you're having a conversation like you, how should I phrase this? Like everybody has conversations you might want to have with people, but you just don't, right? It's not worth it or this or that mm-hmm. or I don't know. I, I've definitely <laughs> Everyone had, is nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've know. definitely had dreams where I have like chewed somebody out and then woke up the next day like, thank God. Like the dream, Ted wasn't wrong about his thoughts on this, but not the time or place. Yeah, he in was the, throwing some heat. Yeah, in the dream, like, why am I doing this? Like, well, the no, dream, in the dream, dream, I'm like, that bitch deserved it. Yeah, she oh, needs to know. Yeah, dream Ted needs to than know. Than yeah, yeah. Dream, like I had a dream last week where Dream Ted was just like, no one likes you. <laughs> Someone needs to tell you. I'm telling you now. Fuck off. This is your intervention. Uh, Change your ways. Yeah, respect yourself. Now. Right. So like, Raise up. I was like, whoo. That was a close one. Dream Ted throwing heaters. That would have had some consequences. Dream Ted also, very central man. Oh, Dream yeah. Ted. I had that conversation once. Somebody was like, can I tell you something? I go, yeah, what's up? And he's like, you came up in my wife's dream last night. And I was like, oh, all right. And he's like, yeah, you apparently had red wine and candles lit, and you really took your time. And I go, what? I go, I don't care, but why are you telling me? He goes, because she told me, and I feel like I have to tell you. Man. I was like, Dream Ted. Dream Ted plays romantic. a harp or a ukulele. I can feel a stringed instrument. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dream Ted just flying in there. Wow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, so anyhow, I don't know what dreams are, but they can be, as Matt said, they can be wild. Yeah. You know what's nice is when you wake up from a dream and you're really happy that didn't happen. Yeah. Like yeah. either something bad happened or you said something or someone's angry at you or whatever. And you wake up and you're like, oh, nice. Thank God I didn't do that. I prefer bad dreams <laughs> to good dreams because when you wake up, it's like, oh, thank God. And when a, you wake up from a good dream, you're like, motherfucker, I want to go back. She All wasn't right. real. I was going to say, so it's still just us three. Like you ever have those dreams <laughs> and like you wake up and you're just kind of maybe dry humping your bed? <laughs> So I definitely have. <laughs> Just like, wait, what? No. No, 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 Naomi! Like, I was it, I was there. Naomi! I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not had no, any dreams. No, I don't, right. I don't think I've ever, even when I was younger, woken up like dry humping the bed. Yeah, me neither, dog. That was just for jokes. <laughs> Comedy podcast, folks. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
All right. I, I don't know how long this could be tonight. I want to get some emails. But real quick, if you get a, if you, say you bought something for somebody and they didn't know, you just did it as a nice gift, do you tell them or not tell them? Like, you didn't I'm give sorry, it as a can gift. You review what you're saying. So, like, like. <laughs> I'm just picturing Ted, Ted, Ted like, uh, like if Ted had a, a therapist, he's listening to the podcast, and he's just like, mm-hmm. just scribbles on his little sheet. I'll tell you the other weirdest thing now. I'm sleeping like a horse because I can't. I, can't. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I thought you were going to say whore for some reason. I'm like, Jesus, man. No, but I can't. Put those my, legs together. My leg has these, has these like hard nodules, right? Where like the, the part of the vein that they didn't get out is like, hard so i can't sleep with my legs like together at night on my side because it kind of hurts so now i'm sleeping like this like i'm like running or something you do horses I mean? like, not sleep standing up is that a myth that's a myth i have no idea if that's true or not no they lay down all right but i'm just saying they have four I, it's just weird i'm just like not having my legs together just having them both like in a running motion Splayed. yeah it's just weird i'm like what am i a horse in here like what am i doing <laughs> Dude, I would love to just like listen to your mental commentary as you're falling asleep. It's like, why am I sleeping like a horse now? Oh man, it's like <laughs> that's literally what I do. Like, I watch a little TV in my room. Then at a certain point, either the timer, I'll turn it off, and then I got to remove the pillows. I can't sleep with a pillow. And like literally last night, I was like, hmm, sleeping like a horse. Like, I'm never gonna get comfortable. Probably not gonna fall asleep. And I woke up, you know, six hours later, sleeping like a horse. Fine. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. You're like, oh. Good cricket match. Man, I can't believe they turned that concrete truck into a giant mixer. That thing was awesome. Why am I sleeping like a horse? <laughs> it's like just constant little... It's not that far off. Oh, man. Uh, no, what I was saying was... I, I don't know. Somehow you get a gift for you somebody... You were you were sleeping like a horse. Right. Somehow you're getting a gift for somebody, and like you ended up paying for it, but they don't know. Do you tell them or just let them have it? You ended up paying. F- You're getting a gift for someone. You pay. Let's for say it the three of us know. go to a club, and I say, "Don't sweat it. I know the bouncer." Now it turns out I had to grease the bouncer a little bit, but like you guys, were like, thanks for getting me. Thanks for getting us in. Thanks for getting us in. Do I, like, I'm like, yeah, I'll just let them believe that I didn't have to grease the bouncer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I cont- I feel like this is one of those questions where context and nuances is important. I just can't be specific because so, then you'll- No, 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 yeah. that's fine. I'm just saying, so the yeah is relative to the to the club example. I would pose to you the same same question back. What do you think? I, You know, I think it's fine. Like another example- What if it was a lot of money? Like you thought it was going to be free and it was like, you know, 400 bucks. So yeah. like like whatever enough is where you're going out of your way to be like yeah enjoy those seats they're four hundred bucks yeah I mean a few a couple hundred dollars I think is the difference I'm talking about like anything under like a hundred yeah I don't know I've also been in the place once where like I picked up a gift for like for somebody that I thought was nice and then it just happened that like my other friend gave it to him and to this day this person is still like thank you so much. it was a small little trinket it just meant something to this person but. I, they I just don't. Know, they don't I, know it came from you, right? And I just, I'm like, I like at first, I was like, I don't have the heart to tell them I actually picked it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, now I feel like I'm just taking attention away. That's on the intermediary. Yeah. The, in, the, in, the person in between that exchange really should be like, well, I'm glad you liked it. All right, look, it was my mom. She t- she got the credit for it, so I wasn't going to be like, you know, my mom didn't actually pick that out. I did. <laughs> wow, the truth comes out. Yeah. 
I mean, God, I wish we, I, I seriously wish we were like old school radio right now. We're like, all right, phone lines are open, people. We're looking for Chris. We're looking for <laughs> Ted's mom, uh, maybe his sister. Call in now. We need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Bernie, anybody. <laughs> I'm with yeah. you, though. I like credit. It's like, ah. Uh, you tear? Sorry. It's, it's just good call. Fo- good call. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with it. I'm like, but I'm like, should I tell this person? Because then I feel like they're going to be like, well, I owe you some money. Like, no, 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 you don't. It's fine. It was a miscommunication. Either way, it's paid for now. Yeah, I would say now telling them I feel like makes it a little awkward. Yeah, okay. After the fact. Not knowing any of the details. What do you, Matt? Yeah, the time frame might, you know, if it's something from three years ago, like, it's probably time to let it go. But there's probably a window where, like, I don't know. I'd, it would need to be a situation that arises where you could like casually tell them. I think if you go out of your way to tell them to, you know, be like, "Oh, look at me! Look what I did for you!" You might come across a little douchey. I've done douchey things of that nature plenty of times, so I feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. The other thing with my mom was simply my buddy's girlfriend, now wife. She has a unique name. She had mentioned like a day before. And as a kid, she never saw those little, like... Little keychains? Right. We are in a store. I said, Mom, there it is. Buy it. She gives it to her. It's just funny. Like, I didn't think much of it. That was 12 years ago. <laughs> and my buddy's wife will still bring it up. Like, I still love your mom. Cause she, and I'm just like, part of me was like, man, I got that. I was on that. But I'm just like, you know what? No, well, no, no. She needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is, it makes your mom look good. Right. So it's fine because the person that's getting the credit is someone you also love dearly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like Ted, like Cobb was saying, a lot of lot of nuance and details in this sort of stuff. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll I'll just wait. And I'll be like, you know what, Taryn? It wasn't for my mom. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not Taryn. It's just it's just funny because that's an easy one to use. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you know what? I, I could talk about that next week. You know what, Cobb? Let's read some emails. Oh, you know what? Before we get to emails, my bad. Uh, I'll, I'll be the only one up there from the podcast, but uh, Taryn's mom has MS. I have a buddy uh, whose mother just passed away from MS in December, so obviously it's a little close to all of us. Uh, so KSW and Crucible Brewing are having a Punish MS event this Saturday, the 27th, up at Crucible Brewing Everett, the Foundry, uh, 4 to 9 p.m. So I'll be there for a couple hours drinking beers. Look at the beer list today. They have a session IPA that's four point something. That's going to be me. That's uh, this Saturday night? This Saturday, yeah, four to nine. Downtown Everett? It's in Everett. I, I don't know Everett enough to say if it's downtown or where okay. it is. I okay. just know it's Crucible Brewing, the Everett Foundry. North of Mercer. North of Mercer, and they have a, I think they have one in Woodenville, too. So that's, that's all I'm saying. It's the one in Everett. <laughs> All right, Cobb, let's read those emails. Dude, our boy Miami Jake out there on the prowl. Yes. To the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the land. land. On the topic of guilty pleasure music, I'm going to offer up the best rapper you've never heard of, Young Gravy. Y-U-N-G, Gravy. His music relies heavily on oldies samples that are converted into trap beats, which makes him a little more hit or miss to play around other people than most artists. His tracks consistently teeter on the line between satire and bangers and are best enjoyed when higher than... Well, Matt, you have to play me. That's fine. When higher than giraffe pussy. That's a good term to describe (laughs) stuff. Some of my favorites of his include Continental Breakfast, Whip a Tesla, and Young Gravity. 
not a typo. Happy listening, and welcome to uh, the gravy train. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking them up right now. One tot. That's tot, right? That's how you say that? T-H-O-T? Thought. 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 One we did thought. whole episodes on thought. One thought, two thought, red thought, blue thought. <laughs> Dude, I actually am going to check that guy. I love stuff that has like... Uh, uh, old, you know, like old samples mixed in. Um, yeah, this isn't new, but man, I just saw the other day that verse that uh, the baby dropped with Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. By the way, Megan, I know you're the Stallion. I had two E's in my the before you came out. Respect. Yeah. Now, granted, I haven't been on BET yet, but I'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, dude, I don't know why, but Miami Jake, I picture him cruising around in like an old, like white, white convertible, like maybe a Corvette or like something like. Nice, but not too nice. Just cruise around South Beach. I just trust that he doesn't own a pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from Michelle. Ted, so happy to hear this procedure was a success. Super awesome. You know how veins are the vessels that spent blood travels back uh, to the heart to get oxygen and other nutrients, then pump back down through the arteries? Since blood and veins have to defy gravity, they use the heart's pumping to its advantage and push the blood upward with each heartbeat, little by little. It pushes through these little valves in each section of a vein like a little dam to prevent the blood from falling back down. When these little valves break down, uh, that's when blood pools and puts a lot of pressure on the vein and it bulges outward into what we see as a varicose vein, kind of like a little lake of blood. Uh, when you said you saw a lot of blood that day, those were your little lakes. Haha. <laughs> Don't worry, the body's awesome at creating new veins once old busted ones are removed. Just keep, keep doing what you do. LARP on. Yeah, nice. Hell yeah. Lakes of blood. Um. Uh, oh, this was about on the last podcast. I guess like we had thirty seconds or so that repeated at the end. Uh, to the greatest podcast in all the land, all the all land. land. Uh, on to the question. I have a guilty pleasures playlist that I'm afraid is getting too long. I'll just drop a random sampling, which includes ELO, uh, Jefferson Starship, Chicago, Greece, Fleetwood Mac, and Lady Gaga. I've also thrown a couple Latina loud tunes in there just to ensure my neighbors hate me. <laughs> On a side note, uh, here's an open invitation in case any of you find yourselves down in San Diego. I still get pretty homesick from time to time, but have found a set of headphones, and the podcast is the best cure. I'd love to return the favor and ost- os- Jesus. Offer some hospitality if possible. Anyway, take care, fellas. I've got to study up on some cricket because I can't watch the Mariners anymore. Shonda Paul, Joe, 32. <laughs> nice. I like that. I got to go to San Diego. Migs was just down there. I was like, man, that's awesome. When you read H-A-H-A on air, how do you read it? I don't. Miles always read it as ha, 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 ha. I use it too much. I use it all the time in texting. Yeah, me but, too. I don't do the LOL very often. No, but sometimes it's just like I'll text something and like you two have seen like and I'm just like text. There's just no tone. You don't know if it's a joke or not. So that's why I'm just like I'll put a ha, ha in there. Yeah. Yep. The big one amongst younger people is the LMAO. Laugh my yeah. ass off. I personally am partial to the emojis now. My cousin was early into those. Yeah. And he got me using them. I feel like males weren't really using them until about two and a half years ago, two years for ago. For sure. I thought it was just for chicks. Yeah. He got me in early and I, I committed hardcore. And you know, maybe sometimes guys overuse them now. I've heard that from chicks, but I enjoy them. With meltdowns, <clears throat> with meltdown weeks away, my morale is at an all time high. Speaking of high, your boy has been top sales at his dispensary and got moved to mornings. Matt, who are you looking forward to seeing? At Meltdown? Uh, man, I haven't even familiarized myself that much with the lineup this year. I don't recognize a ton of the names. It's going to be a whole new year of experiences where I'll come back. I heard Tipper's pretty dope, but he's on Sunday, and I don't know if I'll be there on Sunday. Polish Ambassador is always fun. Um 
There's one other one. And if you're going to make it, same question to you, Aaron. First of all, nice. Second of all, closey. 100%. Going to be awesome. Dirty Revival. That's who it is. They're going to be Who is it? Dirty Revival. Dirty Revival. I think they're from Portland. Yeah, closey. One of my friends really likes G. Jones. Actually, I've only seen him live once, and I don't really remember if it was good or bad. Um, Honey, Milk and Honey, I've heard it's good. Yep. Aren't Uh, they doing the silent disco? Yes. Okay. I think I'm going to miss that. Okay. Um... Who else? There's one other, like, oh, Grammatic is going to be that there, too. The Grammatic's going to yeah. be awesome. Uh, Moose the Bud Tender. P.S. <clears throat> G-Eazy did the same thing ASAP Rocky did in Stockholm to a security guard and then snorted coke and was out of jail in a day and a half. Food for thought. Yeah. Cobb and I have had this conversation in person. Like, right, G-Eazy got caught snorting coke, punched the security guard, and then literally a day later had a deal signed and was out. Where are things at now? Like, obviously, we don't need to get into arguing, but what's He's the still current? there. I saw the statements that they're, I don't know what their leader is called in, um, was he in Sweden or Switzerland? Sweden. Yeah, okay. He's still waiting on a court date. Yeah, and he basically was like, we don't compromise the diplomatic process for anybody, regardless of their celebrity or not, or something like that. Cobb. It will. It just, I sorry. It, I'm just not going to get off that point. Mm-hmm. It is very obvious like, to me, and sometimes, like, I understand his court cases. There's stuff I don't know, but sometimes it's just that simple. Like, we had a white rapper that got that assault and a drug charge was out in a day. And that was like, in Sweden? That was in Sweden, wow. the same country. And this guy can't even get a court case? Wow. Like, he can't even appear in front of a judge. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's very odd. And the country's barely said anything. Yeah, I think the only thing I heard them saying was basically runs counter to what you're saying in terms of like what evidence there's they said like oh we we don't change the rules for anybody and we never have basically or something like something like that you know what i mean some like kind of classic government statement they also pulled over snoop dogg didn't find anything on him when he was there like honestly if you're a rapper just stop going to sweden it's, i think obvious, a couple of rappers have said that i think you told me that a couple yeah, rappers said it's they're never obvious going back. the cops care it's like years ago in in new york all the rappers were like dude there's a squad of new york pd that is just looking at rappers and everybody was like you guys are insane and then later it came out like yeah, it was literally called like the hip hop squad or something, or the rap squad. Right. And they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like this stuff. Like I just watched another Biggie thing. Like the FBI, after Biggie dies, go to his mom's house and are showing him pictures to him and his friends, and they're like, "You guys were watching us this whole time and stuff. Like, why didn't you stop this or help us a little more?" Well, yeah, man. There's so many directions to go with that conversation, but yeah, no, I, mean, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, the- not, not about not in terms of legality or Sweden. I meant in terms of like, you know, the whole Martin Luther King thing, for instance. Like, yeah. uh, influential, powerful, outspoken people, be they people of color or not, I would say typically uh, have a strong detail. You know what I mean? Including like, um, oh man, what the hell is the name for that? Uh, not Zodi- uh cult leaders, like white cult leaders from you know California and stuff like that. So I think the government usually takes an interest in people as their power grows, and power can be uh, weaponized in a lot. Weaponized, really, not the right word. Can be used in a, can be um, projected. There we go. In a lot of ways, be it a microphone or you know a march or a podium or whatever. So yeah, yeah. And I think rappers, you know, they have the public's ear. So um, from the U.S. government's perspective, I could see why they would be saying that or they would be justifying to themselves that that person is, in air quotes, dangerous. Yeah. Well, I hope they are following around the crew, too. (laughs) (laughs) Cobb, you son of a bitch. 
After listening to the last podcast, I've been rocking to Sean DePaul. He put Sean Paul, but I'm going to say Sean DePaul for the last week. Did Cra- you watch the Hall interview yet? I haven't seen it yet, dude. Oh, I need to. Come on, I'm a busy dude. man, Ted. Uh, great cuts. Glad to see him. Uh, glad to see a comeback. It puts me in a great mood. Best hype man of all time. Brrr-rah! Cheers. Locust Lee. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he has such good little hype phrases. That's what I'm on about. Um, one more? One more. Hola, gentlemen. I present to you my three favorite Guilty Pleasure songs. All right. Three. Purple Lamborghini by Skrillex and Rick Ross. Oh, I love that song. That Ted? song. That I mean, that's one that I would say slaps. Oh, man. Thanks, Ted, for the recommendation. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Two. Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson. Great song. Thanks to my friend for that one. And my favorite Guilty Pleasure song currently, Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. All right. Do you think of Queen the band as a guilty pleasure? Well, it really depends on what you even mean by guilty pleasure, but Queen has so many hits that people don't even realize how many Queen songs they know. It's one of those bands, weirdly Daft Punk is the same way, where you know like 10 of their songs and you don't even know you know them until you hear them. I think Daft Punk's that way. I'd put Swedish House Mafia in there. Like if I, I could put on a, a few sweet, and you'd be like, oh, this is them too? That's the thing, because you sang it, I can't think of one song by them, and I bet you're right. Yeah. Uh, I will say, Don't Stop Me Now. That's my favorite Queen song, which oh, is very popular. I get song. annoyed we don't play it here on the station. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, rock stations, like we should play that one more. Yeah, that's a really good one. I don't know if he still listens to the podcast or whatever, but shout out to my brother Luke. That was the last song he listened to as a single man before we walked out of the little house at the group. Oh, no kidding? In. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'm with you on uh, Lady Gaga. I read through some of her lyrics before going to one of her concerts. She's a cool chick. Uh, there are others. Too long to list, but I enjoy them, and my friends look at me weird. Thanks, Stevie, the Packers fan. I wonder what, like, what do you think is, like, the one guilty pleasure food? Not counting, like, pizza or stuff we talk about. I mean, even, like, guilty Reese's. Ple- like, just, like, a weird food, right? Like, hair club, like, sardines. It. Yeah, I got it already. You know those, like, nasty, uh, man, I'm actually embarrassed to say this. Those, those like, um, shoot, I don't really know what the name of them is. They're, like, okay, they're, like, pies, but they're in, like, a sleeve, a wax sleeve. They're like they come in like berry or like lemon or chocolate, and it's like a hot pocket. It's oh flat yeah, on you know, like the like, Hostess pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hostess made them. Yeah. A couple other companies make them though. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good guilty pleasure food. That's like man, you're just embarrassed to even buy one of those things. Pretty good though. Yeah, you're right. Mm, man, I don't have much guilt around the food that I eat. I mean, like sometimes I feel well. I'm just saying, like an odd food where you're just like, 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 you know what I mean? Like those pies, like they, they're not the best things in the Obscure world. Obscure item, right? Like, like he, like, so I'm saying, like something just. Man, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I would even put I'm in trying to think. I'm just so healthy. No, well, no, I, I'm just. <laughs> I, I was gonna say sometimes I feel like hypocritical because like I intentionally post all like salads and healthy stuff on Nutrition Made Fun on Instagram, and I definitely still love chips and salsa and Reese's. And, you know, all sorts of delicious, unhealthy food, but I just don't want to promote them. I want people to remember, like, healthy food's good. It's like a business thing. But, um, yeah, all the stuff I like is pretty, I mean. Even for me, sometimes I'll open just a can of tuna, which is healthy. This is a healthy meal, but it's just weird. And I'll throw on Frank's Red Hot till it makes, like, a little pool of hot sauce. And then I'll eat it. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Wait, but that's a very awkward, like, like strange, my strange thing to be eating. Like, are you just eating tuna out of a can and hot sauce? Like, yeah, dog. Like, I'm living my life. <laughs> Man. 
or I put the sleeve of the chocolate little donuts in there, the six of them. The, 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 the tuna story is made better by the fact that you live in a basement, technically. <laughs> ground, <laughs> floor. ground floor. All right, ground floor. Ground floor. Below bunker. grade. That's my point. Yeah. Because yeah, those bunker. little donuts, sometimes I buy those. And that one I would call guilty pleasures. As soon as I eat one, I go, these suck. Yeah. Like I should have gotten a real donut. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about all the delicious food I've had this week. Man, well, well I'll just give a little preview of what's matinee, which we're about to get into. I had. Fried avocado dippers, dipping them in ranch. Yeah, fried the little fi- fried avocado slices. Yeah, I've never, I've never even seen those before. Uh, shelter, shelter. Yeah, that that's a- the first place I had them. Oh, they were amazing. Oh, awesome! Shout out to Front Street Grill in Coopsville on Whidbey Island. But Ooh. yeah, next level. Wow. Yeah. Um, did not feel an ounce of guilt. No. Although I did have a phone call immediately after that with the nutrition client. <laughs> No, that's not, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be guilty. Guilty, saying like the tune is not guilty. I'm just yeah. saying like something odd. Um, something odd, man. I just I'm over here bearing my soul. You're eating tuna. <laughs> I feel so bad about it. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Let's just yeah, get into what's right. matting and tell us about the weekend. Hey, no, I'm confused. Uh, what's matting? <laughs> uh, before we get into what's matting. Hey, hey what's good? What's matting? Check out with what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Check out with what's happening. Well, I just gave a preview that I was on Whidbey Island on Friday. Uh, Tyler and I went up to Deception Pass and hiked nice. around the Pass Lake Trail, which was pretty dope. We found something online that was like, there's the five wonders up there. And we were wondering where three of them were. We found two of them, but it was a nice walk through the forest. Um, and then on the way home, we went up I-5, then we came back down Whidbey to take the ferry. We were going to go out to the Olympics, but there was like a long-ass line in the Edmonds-Kingston Ferry, and we were like, screw this, let's just go somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, it was great. Great day for it. Whidbey Island's just gorgeous. Great, I love Whidbey. Great drive. We uh, we stopped at this like roadside fruit stand um, they had some of the best raspberries in my life, but they also had like salsa that was like made on the island or whatever. All right. And I was like, let's get some of that. And I was like, of course. And then she's like, but that's not for a road trip snack. And then I was like, they have Juanita's chips. Don't try and eat chips and salsa in the car. <laughs> like, I love chips and salsa, but it didn't go as smoothly as I tried. No, it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, well, you know, it was good salsa. I love Juanita's. You know, we we did our best. But, uh, yeah, still got some of that stuff at home because we did not, <laughs> did not finish it. And then, as I mentioned, we stopped in Coopsville at the Front Street Grill, which was uh, awesome. Got a steak salad there that was really good and split a lamb burger, nice. which was awesome. Um, and then Saturday... I went golfing with my dad up at Newcastle, shot a 47 on the front, which was pretty good. Somewhere, I think I shot a 54 on the back, which I kind of fell apart. Um, but, yeah, it was fun, man. I had a good, good day out there with him. Is he a member? No. Oh. No, we have Oki cards. I don't know if that means, that's not a member there, though. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how it all works, man. You know, but it was fun, and... Uh, we were paired with an awesome older couple that were just a ton of. They're just a ton of fun. Not like the guy that we. Not a of, single. Right, right, and they were. Yeah, they were good energy. I mean, the other guy was like fun, but like it was a 
it was a wild. These people were a little bit less wild, more on our more our speed. Um, and then after that, so the next day, my dad my dad was having a party. He was hosting like a big party with a bunch of former coworkers. And after golf, I went to Costco with him. And he had already gone to Costco earlier in the week. But like going on a Costco trip with Mitch is just an adventure of a lifetime. When he's planning for 100 people over the course of the day and just the way he makes decisions and the questions he was asking and like my input it was just an awesome father-son experience i just picture pallets of like the giant bottles of vodka like expensive fish cases of wine right salmon steaks we got some salmon uh he already we did get a little bit of wine but he already has enough at the house um no hard A. He already had that, too. All right. Um, it was mostly, like, meats and uh, fresh stuff, you know, and it's like, do we get these brats or do we get these burgers and this and that? Like, and But just the – he's a fun guy to make decisions with. Some people get stressed out by the way he makes decisions and the way we talk things out. Uh, <laughs> other people that that you guys have met. And uh, I have a great time with it. It's like, well, and so, I mean, we've spent like, it felt like two hours in there. Um, yeah. And it was just. What's, what was his main snack? Because he sets up a great, dude, great spread of appetizers. There was no main snack. It was all sorts of snacks. And he's like predicting like, oh, I think this will be a sleeper hit. Those Aussie bites, you know. And at the end I of I don't the, know. I don't know. We, Tyler and I brought him to Meltdown a couple of years ago or last year. They're delicious. They're like, I don't know, little granola bites with like chia seeds and flax seeds, but they're they're delicious. All right. Um and some popcorn. I told him you gotta get cobs, but we were at Costco and you guys aren't there yet, but it was delicious. The uh I don't know, caramel and cheese mix. It's just called the mix. Yeah. And Chicago mix. Gigantic TM. Even Garrett's can't use it anymore. Are you serious? Yeah, there's a company called Candyland that owns it. They have four stores in Minnesota. Ah! Wow. So, yeah, it's just called The Mix now. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we had all sorts of, you know, chips and salsa. The, the usual spread. Um, unique for the party was, uh, yeah, we got some the Mexican ice cream bars. Those were a hit. Cause there was right. kids coming, too. But then... Later on, pe- adults enjoyed those, too. Um, but, yeah, the party went all day, and it was fun. I was r- running the grill for a little while. So what was the party like, for? Just his old coworkers. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and so, yeah, I was trying to help out with everything, you know, label the different coolers with the different things and the trash versus the recycle so everybody could just, like, have a good time. You know, like, little things – He's very mindful of, like, the little things that you can ramp up and just avoid minor moments of, like, confusion or whatever. And so detail-oriented good time, like, in the setup. And then – but it just turned into a a really good time for everybody. And, um, yeah, we – I don't know. We ended up – I don't want to say everything on the cast. But, yeah, it was a good good day for me. I think that's just the mics went off. Saw a shooting star on the dock later. Nice. Um, we got yeah. We all got an invite to s- sleep on the d- out on the upper dock in the hammock. Uh, it was yeah. So that'll be fun if you guys are down. <laughs> um, but then uh, yeah, wrapped up like I don't know, eleven forty five or something. Ended up driving home. 
uh, after. And yeah, it was an all day thing. So people brought their kids early on. And then later in the day, it was just like more of the grownups. So it was a good yeah. time. Uh, and then last night, we're recording this on a Wednesday. I went and saw a laser show for uh, my friend's band, Good Men and Thorough, had an album release laser show at the Pacific Science Center, which was nice. a fucking rad time. It's an awesome idea. And uh, yeah, congrats to those guys on the new album, Layers of Horizon. And it was just a ton of fun to, to go to a laser show. It's been a few years. And yeah, it sounded killer over the speaker system. And lasers are rad. True. I'm looking Very right true. at cop. Everybody loves lasers. <laughs> I, it's the it's the truth. Like even I mean, kids like them. People on drugs like them. Just run of the mill people are like lasers are cool. I wasn't even on any drugs and I loved them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Turns Everybody out. likes them. Um, by the way, I'm just really hoping that those lasers are back over the long field at meltdown this year. Yeah, laser guy. Right? I believe my guess, my suspicion is they will be because Shambla is a separate weekend. Oh, I believe he brought his big bangers to Shambhala. Oh, okay. That's the word in the laser streets. But, you know. Okay. Who knows? Cool. I just, you know, I just hear whispers and birds chirping at me in the laser world. <laughs> oh. Uh, I would also mention this weekend, oh. uh, I went down to an awesome party on Lake Taps. On the way, I stopped at a brewery called Go Brewing. And it's spelled Go like they do in Louisiana. G-E-A-U-X. A-U-X. Yeah. Uh, great place. They have a full kitchen in there. Jeremy, if you go in there, ask for Jeremy, tell him you listen to my podcast and be like, yeah, Ted sent us in. But yeah, awesome place. Uh, cool little brewery. And it's in downtown Auburn, like across from like the police station or something. So pretty simple to find. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. topic. We were talking about guilty pleasure songs. I'd like to flip that script and get a little bit into... Things that, you know, maybe rub people a little bit the wrong way. So my question to you this week, the Cobb topic, feel free to email us your answers. Literally the word email at thepodcast.com. What is the DJ in hell playing? He only plays one song for eternity. Lou Bega, Mambo number five. Mm. I like Angela, Pamela, Cassandra, <sighs> and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. Yeah, I hate that song. Mm. Great song. Great energy, that song. Oh, man, I'd be, yeah, that's a good hell song because everyone would be telling you that. Check like, yeah. out this song. Can we play it again? <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's just, that's my one. That's just like, if there's one song I could deal without ever hearing again, it's pr- it's it's that. One, two, yeah, three, four, right. five. Oh, wow, Matt? you were quick on that, John. Yeah, that was, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I went to a dance-a-thon once when I was like 19 or something, and they played that song constantly. Really? Yeah, and it ruined it for me. Oh man, man! I don't like that tequila song. That's annoyed me since I was a kid. You mean like the song that literally once says tequila? Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. Never liked it. If I had to hear it on repeat, one time I saw a guy do it at karaoke, like because he thought he was being funny, and I was like, I hate this song. You're not fucking funny. Stop it. So a karaoke—that is a classic karaoke joke. People think it's hilarious. Karaoke version of tequila. If I can put that as the answer. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, little known fact: my high school is the only one in the state that's allowed to play that song with their band. What? Instead of tequila, we say Juanita. <laughs> Juanita. Yeah. All right, that Juanita. adds up. Juanita. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, mine, honestly, I actually like this song, but on repeat, I think it could drive a man to insanity in about a day, uh, which is Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, oh Jesus. I hate that song, too. <laughs> I don't need to hear it more that's than once close. to hate it. Yeah, that's a good good answer. Wow. And just like every time it starts, like as you're trying to sleep, like that opening. Man, that's a tough one. It's Cotton Eye Joe I hate with a passion as well as Lou Bega. <laughs> I hope you meet Lou Bega and you come to terms with his music. I mean, I'm sure he's a nice enough dude. It's just it's a bad memory. But man, Cotton Eye Joe does suck. And people that like it really like it. Yeah, they do. Oh my God! Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah I used to DJ like uh, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs, mm-hmm. uh, and like right, we'd always play that song. It's like God, I hate this song. Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, it. I mean, you know, it's it, it for that age group. It's a banger. Yeah. Also, shout out to Kiss from a Rose. Like I talked, I brought that up last week on the Cop Talk topic, and I've listened to it like a hundred times since. And that song just gets better and better every time you listen to it. There are some songs like that that age like wine. Man. Yeah, I go in phases. Like for whatever reason, like the last like week and a half, I just haven't listened to much music. I don't really have a good reason why. But usually, like I have a feeling or something. Like, God, I gotta bang some jams. I just haven't. Okay. I think part of it might just be not going to the gym. Mm, yeah, Jim's where I listen to most of my music. I mean, I don't listen to it there. When I get home and shirtless, flexing, I'll put on songs. <laughs> uh, by the way, Cobb, you brought it up earlier. I did get a compliment this weekend. Somebody was like, a nice definition in your leg. Are you just shaving them now? And I was like, it was for the procedure, but thank you. Yeah. And you're right. Now I'm getting noted. Re- I'm getting really used to it. Like, I, I don't know if I can go back to full hair. I had a feeling this might happen. I had a feeling this might happen. Yeah, it's a small thing till I'm just hairless. Well, it's funny because you were worried about it. Now you're like, well, maybe I like it better on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I, all for it. If I do shave them again, though, I am going to go get a spray tan. Just go for it one day. Wow. Yeah. There's a tanning place right by your house. Actually, the, they do a red light therapy. I've been wanting to try that. I don't know what that is. Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure that I'm qualified to explain it. All right. Well, you'll find out what red light therapy is on the next episode of the podcast. You may. You may. <laughs> you may. Uh, yeah, we are doing one next week. I thought we were yeah. off, but we're not. We're here. We'll be here. And then that'll be the week up. Uh, that'll be the lead up to painting the grass. We'll have already started. Uh, you can still get t- tickets to that if you want to. Uh, I think I've made it official with painting the grass. Like, I'm not going to be at Meltdown. So if you're going, have fun. But you're going to miss your boy this year. I sure am. All right. Yeah. All right. right. Okay. All right. I already know what you want to say. I already know. How do you buy a coyote mask? I've been the coyote for years. (laughs) Who? He bought one? No. I didn't buy one, man. I need more sense than that. Who do you think? And it looks awesome. I said, well, I need that. No. I don't know that people have jurisdiction over a single power animal. I mean, I will say, I'd be a little miffed if someone bought a kangaroo scooter helmet. So I get where you're coming from. But it's tough tough to lay claim to a whole breed, you know? Yeah. I mean, but of I all the animals I, in all the world, he did have to walk into yours. <laughs> oh, man. All right. There you go. I got to get out of here. I'm angry. I need to eat some dinner. Go home and get howl after a moon. can of tuna. Yeah, and howl at the moon. Right. All right. There's episode 268 for MCTP for Cobb. I'm the Ted Smith. Oh. This is the podcast. <laughs> Cheers.